0: Normally in television, the best stuff that I have on my slate is where I, me and a writer have, have given birth to it in the room. So it's, you know, we have a chat about something that made us laugh or a situation and or an article or whatever it is or something that's based on my life or something that's based on hers or his. Um, and I find that's the best thing because the, the producer's got more of an eye on what's coming out in the industry than the the writer a lot of the times when a writer just goes ahead and writes a script by the time it gets to producers you go i'm really sorry but someone else is doing that or that's been told here or blah blah blah
1: that was a clip from my conversation with gina lyons an independent film and tv producer in london uk gina set out to be an actress got tired of having doors slammed in her face and threw herself into producing and has never looked back we talk about her early beginnings her process and the various shops she pitches her projects to join us for the full episode on one good take episode 34.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The project a bit of boost
1: yeah and how about access to actors who can pull in some money or other interest you know uh, do you do you have a couple of casting agents or agents that you're on really good terms with and you can funnel your material their way
0: I have a lot of agent and casting director friends um people that I've worked with on off for the years but I've never had to raise my own money because in television you go to a channel and they say yes or no
1: mm. and if
0: it's, if they say yes there's a tariff and you get yeah you budget towards that tariff yeah
2: Um, but like you
1: said you you know having that access at least means that you can send more than just the script because most people will just push a script to one side unless of course you're a big name already um they'll say well okay go back and attach a few names to it but at least you could you can build that up so as you said you can package it to a degree can't you
2: absolutely
0: and i think once we're ready with this film i would probably i mean the, the boys have put together a really nice package now and I think once we're already in all cylinders go, there's, you know, the top agents I've got friends and connections at, and um, and we've got cast that would, would be interesting. We just did a short film, Me, Ed and Kringo, and we got Laura Aikman to star in it and Tom Stoughton, and we just shot it at my house, and we all put in a couple of grand each, and we uncovered a very special actor uh, who sent in a self-tape. It was unbelievable. Um, and we sort of beg still borrowed crew and friends and kit. So I guess it's that on a larger scale.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but where know are you? you? i
0: have to tell you in a couple of years if I've
1: Yeah, off. no, quite, yeah. So, are, are you already sending it out to actors, uh, having sort of got to a stage where you're happy with the script or not quite yet? At
0: this stage, I'm quite. Um, I've, we've just had um, two script commissions in TV. So okay. I've been script editing, mm. yeah, so I haven't had a chance to um, put my head above water yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. So w- moving on to, or rather back to TV, What mm. what is your day-to-day like on the whole? I imagine it's quite varied, but give me a, just a sketch of a, an average week in the last month or so.
0: Um, well, if I'm on production, then you're either in, you know, pre-production or you're shooting or you're in post, which is, I guess what everyone knows, it's the script editing process at the start and hiring your crew and making sure you've got the right cast and contracts and doing all that. Then it's the shoot and then it's the edit. The most time, the most of my time is actually spent in development. So um, tomorrow I've got to meet a couple of writers who write direct who have got a, a really interesting project. I've got my slate at the moment. I personally have six scripts. And then I'm also working a couple of days a week for a production company, sort of overseeing their stuff. So yeah. it can be anything from a crazy day all over London, having lots of meetings, or sit in a writer's room. The script commission that we just had with a broadcaster. written by two people. So they would come to my house at nine in the morning and post-it notes would be everywhere and notepads, and we'd be doing personality tests on the mum character to check that she was saying the things that she should be saying and that the dialogue fitted. Um, And it's just a lot of, it's quite funny, actually. They're my favourite days, sort of just brainstorming and talking about the script and where the the plot beats go. And I, I find the best process is where me and the writers are in a room, we interrogate the plot beats, we confirm what they are, and then the writers go off and write it. And I found that the last time we did that with these two writers, what came back was, it felt like draft eight it was brilliant oh, okay. and it's because everything was interrogated before yeah um, so yeah that most that's most my um <clears throat> development but to be honest i also do whatever to um to pay the bills not whatever that sounds dodgy um <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah,
2: fair enough. I
0: also do like celeb booking for brands and digital and whatever comes my way because I have a slate of projects that need my time, but because I'm not in-house at a, at a production company, I'm not on a salary.
2: Yeah.
0: So I'll take any jobs, whether it's I produced it, I directed an advert recently, I produced a, an advert for Facebook. Like I'll take those gigs because I'll keep up my own slate. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. So any day yeah. looks
0: very different.
1: Yeah. So these scripts you, you talked about, that you mm-hmm. kind of almost like workshop them. I mean, are they drama? Or are they kind of scripted reality? What kind no, of they're all comedy, they?
0: but comedy. Uh, a few mm. of them are comedy drama. Well, most of them are comedy drama. It's the sort of sweet spot that I enjoy working in at the moment.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, what sort of audience is that for? Uh,
0: let's have a think. So one is a, um, I don't know if I should say what broadcast they're with. One of them's for a sort of slightly older, well, our age, I guess, like, Twenty five up, and it's a, a you know it's about a, it's got a big name attached to it. I sent it the script last year, and she loved it. Um, so she's attached. That's to a lovely big glossy channel. Um, it, it could be anything. I, I do enjoy the sort of younger audience, um, but I also like making shows for myself. I haven't quite moved into the sort of broad comedy yet, in the sense of like BBC prime time sort of comedy slot. Um, but it's not to say I I won't, I've just, I've really enjoyed working with people that are telling authentic stories and they tend to be a little bit more heartwarming or a bit more personal. So yeah, it's a variety of, a a big, a a slate with all different stuff. There's, um, there's some big silly stuff and uh, there's something that's quite abstract that I'm working on today. Um, and then other things are just sort of funny characters doing funny things
1: okay
2: yeah
1: i mean is there a, a, a typical format for, for for what you work on i mean like 30 minutes or is it like a an hour uh, how does it work
0: it's either 30 or an hour so yeah. um it used to be sort of drama was an hour comedy was 30 minutes mm. but now since the birth of comedy drama some comedies on certain channels sit at 40 minutes and some sit at 60 um yeah it's all to spec so it you it, you don't normally if you're going to write i've got one that's 45 i've got one that's 14 i've got three or four that are 30 so the first thing i ask the writer who comes to me with anything is where does this sit and if they go oh channel four at nine o'clock you go okay well that's a 30 minute and that's you know you want to be breaking boundaries at channel four you want to be inclusive um and have a diverse cast and um, tell diverse stories and stuff like that. So every channel has... I see um, channels like supermarkets. Okay. Like, you know, like <clears throat> BBC One is Tesco's. So she's right regular okay. Tesco's. We all know what it is. ITV, ITV, the ITV family is is a bit Asda. I see that as being like Asda, a um, bit more working class, a bit more broader, a bit more brighter. Um, channel 4 is probably like Waitrose. <laughs> but okay. It's really yeah. You've got a bit of money.
1: Sort
0: money of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or M&S. Yeah. Uh so you know what I mean uh, maybe yeah. Sky would be Marks and Spencers. I think Sky would be the Marks and Spencers like yeah, that's right. where you go for a good meal. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind okay. of like it's kind of like that. So they do mm. have their own audience like Sky obviously it's a paid channel so they need to make stuff that m- makes people happy that they've paid to watch it.
1: Yeah. You know it's what I mean? So they are pr- bigger production value perhaps.
0: Gotta feel grandeur, it's gotta yeah. feel big, it's gotta feel worthwhile paying for. Mm. Um so yeah, they all have every channel has their as their briefs and and either the audience that they've got or the audience that they want.
1: Yeah. So does that kind of frame the way you read material? Do you kind of say, Well, I've got three ASDAs now, I think I can only do yeah. two. <laughs>
0: um No, but I do I, I do ask the writer early doors, I say, Where does this sit? And a lot of the time they go, I don't know, it could be anywhere really. And I think well, you really need to know where that point of call is don't get me wrong you you pitch stuff to channel four then to bbc3 then to this then to that you do that but a lot of the time there is a pass before you send it to those, those broadcasters so there is a you do a pass to make sure like you're not going to send something with a you know ne- well necessarily but i say that i could think of a very successful bbc3 comedy that was multi-generational but a lot of the time you would think of that sort of young um leading role and that storyteller to be sort of from a uh under 35 background because it's for bbc3 and da da da. um yeah yeah so you can't it does affect who who you're going to but then essentially a good story is a good story in so much
1: in terms of the material you receive do you sometimes find you kind of have to choose between i don't know let's say six projects and you find that you've got three or four uh, asda Mm -hmm. as it were as we said you know and then or whatever it is, you kind of got duplicate material in terms of the audience, and you're kind of somewhat apprehensive about putting all your energy yeah. into one of those.
0: You can't really <laughs> go. To, you can't go to a channel with. Well, you shouldn't really go to a channel with like six six shows. Like, no. oh, here's six shows. They're not going to buy yeah. six shows off you. No. Um. I mean, sometimes from some of the bigger companies, they'll buy a couple of shows. Um. But especially for independents or freelancers. They're not going to buy loads of shows, so don't pitch loads of shows. Pitch them one show that's suitable for them that you're really passionate about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if I got given four scripts in a week that were just perfect for Sky, I would probably only consider taking one.
1: Yeah, or at least stagger them. Yeah,
0: Yeah. or, yeah, or if you yeah. see if they're happy to wait. I've got one script at the moment, which is brilliant, and I think, the, the, I think timing-wise in about six months it's going to be a big topic. And I think we should sit on it for a while until everyone's talking about this topic and then we've got there's the package, there's the script, and it's all ready okay. to go. But timing is um is sadly everything with this, you know.
2: Yeah You've got it two, is.
0: three, four commissioners at each broadcaster. You they all talk and work together. You don't get multiple pictures of of your script. Um, I mean no. you know, <clears throat> every every successful show on telly has a as a story about who rejected it first.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And what do you get ready before approaching a commissioner? Is it, you know, your sort of pilot, the lookbook, um, maybe even a scene or two that you've filmed? How much do you actually get ready? I mean, is it is it, you know, a kind of treatment version of six episodes plus if, a new if, series? I'm-
0: It depends. I mean, if you're walking in with a huge writer, it can be as little as their top line. Um, You know, we know their writing, we know their style, we know the production company that's given it to us, da-da-da. But um, I tend to work with more newer writers. So unfortunately for them, a lot of the time they need to see the full script. I mean, sometimes if you've got a good relationship, it could be a treatment sort of breakdown, a couple of script examples. Especially if they're comedians and we know their voice on stage and we've seen their material, um, and they appear on panel shows and we know who they are, then a lot of the time it could just be a couple of scenes and then the sort of you know one or two page on the idea. But if you're doing sort of something which is a bit more high concept and um, one of the scripts that we had as a script commission recently, we're just waiting to see if the channel wants to take it further. uh, We did a full blown shooting script for it it's like ready to go um and we've developed it for 18 months and we've got a huge name attached and it's you know and there's a 28 page treatment deck um okay. which talks yeah. about the first two series i mean we've right. really
1: gone really gone far
0: yeah, yeah. um yeah. so it, it all depends some people you could just be having lunch with the commissioner and she says oh, i really like that person you go "Oh, they've got a nice idea about this And also the commissioner will know what slots they've got. If they're looking to get something through because they've dropped something from Q1, uh, it might be like, oh, that idea we spoke about, could you do me a couple of pages on it? I'm going to try and get it through. So I've seen stuff be commissioned in the room and I've seen stuff that has gone around the houses and never been picked up and been adapted and changed and retitled and repackaged for years there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it.
1: Yeah, no, it's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah. Do, you, do you sort of feel as you go along the way that, you know, the various meetings, rejections and what have you, enable you to hone the next one or, you know, refine the next presentation? Or, or do you feel it is really quite random and you just kind of just accept it and go, right, move on?
0: There's certain tones, you know, like 10 years ago, there would have been a lot sort of like flat comedies. You know, nobody okay. wants a flat nobody wants a flat comedy now. Um,
1: oh, okay. But then again,
0: uh, but well, I suppose it's just a it's a sort of trend that we've seen and it's been done. But it then exhausted, that yeah. If you have a big star and the channel go to that star and say, We want to make your comedy, what do you want to do? And that's his or her idea, then it will happen. So there there are no rules. Um different commissioners will have different things that they want to see on their channel. For instance, like Sarah Santi, who's a commissioner that was at the BBC that I worked with there, she's now gone to Gold and she wants to bring, you know, um, uh, more diverse stories to the channel and show different characters and different worlds. So she's very much looking at everything with that eye. Mm. So if we pitched her a sort of, you know, old married couple, uh, you know, based in Norfolk, it probably wouldn't be her cup of tea right now. Yeah. She has a a brief that she's trying to to do. So, yeah, it's not completely random. It's random if you don't know what they're looking for, I guess.
1: Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: some things people just don't like it or they just don't get it. You know, I've had a script that three big production companies read and didn't get. And now somebody loves it. And so, but I always say to the writers that I'm working with, it doesn't mean that it's dead. You just sit on it. And I try not to, if it's a really good, Really good idea. Really good script. I try and get them. I say to their agent, like, please don't send it out as a spec script, because right. I that's I've not seen that happen often. When a spec script, like, you should meet my writer, so and so. Here's something they wrote. That spec script that goes out, I've never seen anyone pick that up. It yeah, just-
1: they do say, don't they? You, you kind of kill it if you send it out yeah. as a spec script. Um, yeah. You might get a, you might get work off the back of it, but it won't be your script <laughs> yeah
0: no so unless someone is really dead because, oh it's been done like oh we missed the boat someone's done it then use that as
2: a spec script but
1: yeah I know. last question where do you generally get your material it sounds like you've got quite a team of people you work with do you sort of go back to those people every time or do you sometimes put feelers out to to reach other writers and directors that you haven't yet worked with
0: Yeah, sometimes um, I've contacted performers and said, have you written before? And they'll say yes or no. So there's a couple of people that I'm working with or I've approached that way. Uh, Sometimes I'm I'm tweeting and people say, can I send you my script? I did this recently after the whole Noel Clark stuff. I, I felt really sad because I knew someone that had a development script there. And I felt sad for them that that script would be no longer. On the table, and I'd had a glass of wine. Nick, I'm not going to lie to you, <laughs> and I tweeted saying, "Oh, you know, we're not all bad, and I'll read everything." And I got like 400 scripts, so I, I need to take. um I do try and read and get back to as many people as I can. So I need to take some time and just do that because you can find it from you know somebody that's just written in their bedroom for fun. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the time, it's performers or it's random people contacting me or my agent and saying, oh, we'd like Gina to read this.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: And and the the two of the things that I'm working on were because I'd originally approached the writer with an idea, <clears throat> and that was the script that became a spec script because someone had already done it, just like they were making it as we were writing it. And then now it's like two ideas that we've had in the room, Um so, yeah, that, 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 that seems to be the most successful way of doing it, I think, because it just gives that writer somebody to bounce off
1: Yeah. and to question yeah, things. Good. good model. Yeah. Well, Gina, thanks so much for talking to me.
2: Oh, thanks for having me, Nick.
1: Yeah, no, enjoyed it. Thank you.